Welcome to Rejuvenating with Dr. Ron Kaiser. This is the podcast designed to help you lead your life enthusiastically today, tomorrow, and every other day. I am your host, Ron Kaiser, positive health psychologist and coach, also keynote and TEDx speaker and author of the triple award-winning book, Rejuvenating the Art and Science of Growing Older with Enthusiasm. My website is The Mental Health Gym. It's your source of information regarding all kinds of things related to wellness, positive psychology, my own spin on it that I call goal-achieving psychology, other wellness-related things, and it's also the place, including rejuvenating, and it's also the place to contact me and even suggest guests for future podcasts. As listeners to the podcast know, my goal is always to bring you guests who are both informative, entertaining, and can help us to become the best versions of ourselves because they lead their lives enthusiastically and with accomplishment. And today we've got a real rock star in that area. So it is such a pleasure to present to you uh, Deborah Drummond. Now, Deborah has been an entrepreneur since her 20s and is well known in the circle of women in business. She actually kind of defines the role of the, the women entrepreneur and entrepreneur in general. Uh, Deborah has been in the health and wellness field for over 30 years and was a pioneer in bringing the idea of holistic natural medicine to the marketplace. She's formulated hundreds of natural uh, products that have been taken to market. And she also owned a private health practice and personally worked with over 30,000 clients. She's very passionate and knowledgeable about the study of age reversal and cellular health. And uh, she fell in love with the study of natural wellness back in her 20s. She specifically fell in love with the brain almost 20 years ago, which seems like really good thing to fall in love with because we're so dependent on it. And she's dedicated years to understanding how to help others look better, feel better, and live better. She is also a keynote speaker, uh, dedicates a lot of time to speaking, teaching, mentoring, primarily women, but men too, and has been listed in Success Magazine over 40 times. So obviously we've got somebody who we can learn from. You're going to really love her as much as she loves the brain. So Deborah, welcome to Rejuvenating with Dr. Ron Kaiser. It's such a pleasure to have you here. Well, thank you, Rod. It is a pleasure. To, Rod, well, I don't know why I said Rod. I was putting Ron and Kaiser together. How did I come up with Rod? All right. Well, you're you're the, the other person. <laughs> Thanks, Ron. Thanks for having me. Let's just start off on the right foot, shall we? That's that's okay. I mean, I've <laughs> been called much worse than than one letter off. Uh, so let's uh, let's get started. I know you've got yeah. so much to offer. And I guess the, the first question, as somebody who myself got into entrepreneurship at a much later date, a mm -hmm. much later stage of life, got to wonder, how did you, as a 20-something-year-old and as a woman, get into a field that was uh, 
really not very well known, and I think not all that accepting of, of women at that time. How no. Well, how I got started um, was really, honestly, I was, I spent my late teens and early twenties in the music industry and I had an epiphany one night. It really truly was a pretty strong epiphany that I needed to shift, um, that I don't think that a future in that, um, in that area of work was going to mm, be satisfying or it was going to take me to where I wanted to go. It was just, just honestly, it was an epiphany. It was a moment in time. And it's kind of like it took on its own, oh my gosh, my entrepreneurship started before I started it in the sense of I, I left, I really, I left my job. I called my boss the next day um, and I said, I'm not coming back. And he's like, oh, do you have the flu? And I'm like, no, I'm just, I'm just not coming back. And he's like, well, what are you going to do? And I'm like, I don't really know. He's like... <laughs> Okay, good luck to you. So I really left, honestly, on this very, very strong epiphany that I had that I needed to do something different. And it was honestly through the through going to, I mean, I'd been in, I, I was very in touch with health. I didn't do wheat, dairy, and sugar back then. I still don't. But I went to a market. I went to a place that had these special muffins <laughs> and I wanted one and I was pregnant. And honestly, I just went to get a muffin and I went there and out of the corner of my eye, I saw a pink flyer. And so as I was grabbing this muffin that took 45 minutes to get to, by the way, and I did mention I was pregnant and I wanted that muffin. Um, so <laughs> my daughter's father was like, okay, here we go. I just grabbed this flyer out of the corner of my eye. And I saw a course for holistic medicine and holistic massage and my body started to tingle and I couldn't, there, there wasn't cell phones back then, by the way. So I couldn't get home fast enough to give this woman a call. And it really was from the love and the draw to learning this new skill that on the second day of that class, I knew I'd be doing it. What I thought was for the rest of my life. I did do it for, you know, as a profession for over 30 years and um, I have clients that would, you know, be very upset with me if I didn't continue with them. And so I, I do as I'm called to um, do treatments with people and help people that way. But honestly, it was kind of, it came to me. Hmm. Mm -hmm. All on account of a muffin. Really. All because I wanted a muffin. <laughs> Listen to those pregnant women, those adamant pregnant women. <laughs> well, speaking of pregnant women and women in general, uh, mm -hmm. I alluded to the fact that it must not have been all that easy to get started as a, as a holistic practitioner or any type mm -hmm. of uh, business owner in, in mm -hmm. those days as a woman. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. I don't know. It wasn't highlighted, I guess is a good word for it. So when I decided that I wanted to start my own business, I think I was looked at from some people because I was starting a massage practice, kind of like I was being a hairdresser. They were like, oh, well, okay. So it seemed okay-ish. But when I was like, I'm going to start a business and I'm going to, you know, and I started talking about my business as a business and long-term and plans and a studio and other people working there, especially when I got into sales distribution of products and creating a sales distribution and formulating, I got the term holistic hippie. Um, and as cute as it is, um, or professional hippie, um, as cute as it is now, it was kind of like, oh, oh, <laughs> I remember one woman specifically who's still in my life today, who I think 
the first 10 years of the gumption from my business was just because I was so pissed off at her. I said to her, oh, I'm going to start an aromatherapy home party company. And she's like, what? And she was in the sales distribution world. And she's like, the world's not ready for that. And I was like, oh, I'm just so going to prove you wrong. There was no women's organizations. There was no funding, no places you could go for funding for your business. There was no like BDC or form of women entrepreneurs or, you know, anything at the YWCA teaching people how to be entrepreneurs or how to do your own books. I literally started the first women's networking group in Vancouver, Canada, in my basement on Sunday at two, so that if you had kids, you could bring them and everybody paid two bucks. And that was covered food and drink for everybody. And we just got together as women that wanted to be business owners and just started to help each other. So it was, it was a small crowd. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can imagine in those days. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, while again, I, I can understand where people would say, okay, massage therapy is a little bit like hairdressing and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. you actually expanded uh quite a bit into natural medicines, things of that mm-hmm. nature. What, uh, mm-hmm. how did that transition or I guess addition or whatever it is uh, take place? Yeah. I think when you're really passionate about something, ideas come. And then it's really up to you whether you take those ideas and run with it or not. I, you know, it's a simple decision. And so as I started to open the studio and and become very um, successful with clients and, and, you know, have to do your own marketing. I mean, there was, you know, when you, when you start to do something, other things tend to show up, right? Like you dive into entrepreneurship and then you meet someone that says you should have a book. You meet someone that says you should have a podcast, you meet someone. And so I think my counsel at that time was really, I'm glad I had a very, very, very strong intuition because why I opened, you know, I'm here I am massaging and, my teacher from India used to come and I used to, oh my gosh, if I told you what it cost to have this woman come and teach us, it would just be because, you know, we didn't have Zoom and things like that. We had to fly her. And remember we paid $30,000 a month for her to come and teach. And I'm talking 20 years ago. So when we, when, when things like that happened, my teacher said to me, you don't know it unless you can teach it. Now go be a teacher. So, you know, with her counsel, I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to go teach this. And I guess I'll do some lectures and I guess I'll make a flyer and I guess I'll tell people I know. And then hopefully they'll tell people they know we could only put in print ad magazines. There was one, there was two holistic medicine magazines in the whole country that I'm in at the time. And so you just kind of go from one thing to another. And I literally was doing a massage one day. I can see it like I could see it today. And I was literally massaging somebody and I heard a question and it said, what would you do if you had a million dollars? I said, I'd start an aromatherapy home party company because people need to know how to use aromatherapy. And I had $2,000 and I thought, okay, let's go, let's go to market. Me and my $2,000, what can I do? How can I start? So I think that when you get prompted with ideas or you take one step, I love, you know, the idea of providence, right? It's a beautiful Scottish Himalayan proverb that says, when you, when you say yes, then providence kicks in and all unforeseen things untold will come to fruition. So the book will cross your desk, the phone call, the person you'll be in touch with, the person you're standing in front of at Starbucks, you know, those kind of things that you give directions to. You'll know if you tap in that there's something there. You just got to you just got to be brave enough to run with it. Great. Well, it's quite a story and it certainly is an inspiration for for a lot of us. So what what kind of products have you been involved with uh, uh, in terms of uh, natural health? 
Right. Well, as a formulator, I studied Ayurveda and aromatherapy quite extensively. I love them both extensively. (laughs) Big part of my life. Raised my family based on those principles. So I produced uh, 300 natural products. Uh, For me, as an ingredient specialist, it was really super important. Now, this is where I probably was before my time. I definitely was before my time because I made sure that the ingredients had no DAs and TAs and parabens and sulfates and FDC number threes and FDC number fives. And, you know, I was anti window cleaner that looks blue. And I used to teach at the YWCA and the YMCA um, classes on um, how to have chemical free cleaning, like how to clean your home, because statistics were showing that, you know, people that were staying home with the children, predominantly women at that time, were having higher rates of cancer and they were layering them to the ingredients and cleaning ingredients and just all sorts of things. So the more I found out about ingredients, um, I got very clean. I was the first person to bring in soya candles into Canada, lead-free wick. So I went down that road and I had those companies for 17 years. I then got approached almost 10 years ago now, nine years ago, uh, there was a, a biomedical lab in Texas that had an accidental discovery looking to cure melanoma And they found a compound that if you know about Ayurveda has many Ayurvedic herbs in it. If you don't, you just love that it works. Um, And it's it's a topical product that deters, um, after using it for a year, it deters 10 years of aging on a cellular level. And so me being a science-based person, me being an ingredient-based person, that company now is the same company that I'm with. And we, we do a lot with the brain. I had been studying the brain for a very long time prior to this company releasing a product um, it's called EHT, Eclocinol 5 hydroxytryptamide 5 And it's a product that helps retain your memory and concentration and focus and clarity. And I was, I mean, I would have joined the company in 15 seconds had they had that product when I first joined because I had had a daughter with a learning challenge. And at the time, so she's 29 now. So at the time she was in grade three and I just started to really pound through materials and resources and that's when I first started studying the works of Dr. Daniel G. Amen and trying to find a solution, which there wasn't so much a solution as there much was information. And so I really have always been sourcing. I'm, I'm a believer in preventative medicine as much as possible. So if we can find the source, um, then we can prevent some of the conditions. So I just kind of, that's how my brain's always worked. I think that's why I fell in love with holistic medicine. Hey, if you're chilled out, get massage now. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Don't wait for yourself to have a headache or a stomachache later. So I think if that's a long-winded answer. Um, that's why I'm so mm, dedicated or I spend a lot of time talking about brain health and many different things. You know, supplementation is one thing, but, you know, all the other areas of sleeping and eating and sport and what you choose and, you know, who you hang out with and all those things that play a factor. Yeah. I think very definitely, I think most of the world is coming around to your way of thinking uh, obviously not enough or we wouldn't be having an obesity epidemic and stuff like that but uh mm-hmm. certainly uh there, there seems to be like there, there doesn't seem to be a middle ground any anymore there seems to be really healthy people and people who uh behave as if they hadn't heard of you know the science that goes along with it but you mentioned your product, the the product of the company you're with. Now, is is that a, like a pill that you take, or is it? Uh, yes. What, what yeah. Is- I'll, I'll give you kind of. I'll give everybody a, a one and a half minute science lesson. So we have these gorgeous, beautiful microtubulars in the brain, and they start to unravel around the age of twenty one. 
the role of that microtubular is to be the charging cord to your neurons. And so we know as a battery in a phone, when the battery starts to die, you need to charge the phone. Why? Because then you can host all the apps and the kajillion pictures that you refuse to delete and all the beautiful things that are on your phone, right? So you need to have the source as strong as possible. That's what the microtubular is. And so what happens is because it starts to unravel organically on its own, it starts to weaken over time, which means it can't actually charge the neurons, which of course have to transmit to other neurons, which we know is synaptic connection. And so um, in looking, a lot of people will look to um, fortify, I always call it fortify the brain. They do that with vitamin B or vitamin D or gingo biloba or hypocene A or omega-3s or you know lion's mane or many, many things that help actually the organ itself. The, it helps with the with what happens when, you know, the results of when that microtubular isn't strong and your neurons aren't charging. So um, Dr. Jeffrey and Maxwell Stock from Signum Biosciences, Princeton University, were looking for a cure for Alzheimer's. And they they just thought there would be something interesting about coffee. And they started to discover the green coffee bean had something called EHT. And when taken orally, activate something called PP2A and actually will, for lack of better understanding over a podcast, kind of rewire, recharge the microtubular. If you can see me, I'm wrapping because it's like, that's what happens. It wraps and it gives it back its stamina. Like it just stops the unraveling of that microtubular and it activates tau protein. And so that tube becomes very, very, very charged again, very strong. And it can actually charge through the neurons, even if a neuron's gone weak, which happens over time or dead. And so people start to have really incredible lift of brain fog. Um, They have uh, memory concentration, focus and clarity changes quite drastically. That product alone, not alone, but collectively took our company to 2 billion. And I don't say that because 2 billion is a sexy word to say. I say it because I love to share with people just how many people it's been working with and for. They could have made a pharmaceutical. It was very, they, they were very dedicated to making it a nutraceutical because they wanted it to be economical. You know, if, if it was a pharmaceutical, it would incur all other costs that would make it difficult for the average person to be able to afford. Um, and then our company is actually the marketing arm for Signum Biosciences. And so that allows us to be able to share the word. I'm, I could talk about it all day, every day. I, I really, and I had done a lot for my own brain. You know, I raised my kids, not my, my, my daughter's 29, my son's 19. They were never raised with sugar. They were never raised with anything in a microwave. They were never raised with anything that was blue. You know what I mean? Like all those kind of things. And so, yeah, you know, like I said, we all have different levels of, you know, she's 29. She gets to do what she wants now, but um, that's kind of how they were raised. And so I did many things to keep our um, brain as cognitive as possible, you know, knowing the numbers of Alzheimer's, knowing the numbers of you know, dementia was enough for me, you know, to uh, do everything that I could from a preventative standpoint. But honestly, I've taken it every day. I, I, I had a concussion. I took it multiple times through the day. And myself and many people have had incredible recovery. And I believe it to be a preventative product as much as a corrective product. So that's, uh, that's kind of, obviously, I'm passionate. <laughs> so is it something that you take like a daily oh, yes. vitamin? Yes. Uh, no matter... Where you are, yep. or do you have? Yes. To, or is, is there some point at which you say, "Hey, I better start taking this the way that I, you know, might take something when I recognize that I'm declining in this area, or when my blood pressure right. went up, or something like that." But uh, 
Great. So you take it every morning, you know, uh, taking it with a little bit of food is, is good. Some people take it with their smoothie or what have you, or their breakfast. For me, I, for me, the product is a preventative product. So when that product launched, even though we have to, for legal reasons, say that 17 and over, my son was not 17. <laughs> and um, we noticed the difference. His, his drum teacher noticed the difference within a week. You know, I get, he was under 17 and I gave him half a tablet. For me, it's a preventative product. So I, I say, well, everyone in my family, you know, um, anybody over 17, as said on the box, should be on it. No different than when people are on vitamin C or you take things to not get sick. We know the microtubular is getting weak. We know it starts to show up for people differently. So the brain starts to age at 21. You know, a lot of times people are still damaging their brain at 21, let's face it. So, you know, whether you're in university and you don't sleep or you're whatever you're doing, you're working or graveyard shifts or whatever it is, you know, mothering, taking care of babies. So I say take it as a preventative. If you are noticing changes, like you don't know where your glasses are, you don't know where your keys are, you can't remember, da, da, da. This is a good one. This is an indicator for me is when you start saying to your partner, you're like, yeah, but I told you that already. And that partner says, well, no, you didn't. And like, well, no, I gave you that. Someone's not happening. Mm -hmm. Someone's not remembering something. Or when you have to create systems for yourself, like I always put my keys here. I always put my purse here. I always put my wallet here. I always, or you keep track of things that you normally used to be able to keep track of, or you used to have no problem going out for dinner at seven or seven 30 or eight o'clock at night. And now you couldn't imagine doing that because you're exhausted just thinking about how, how tired you're going to be when you get home at 10 o'clock. Those kind of things are um, kind of indicators that you want to start to really take a look and have your brain function as much as possible. It's critical. Well, I mean, that's really great information. But I assume that given your, your knowledge of the brain, that uh, and certainly it's one of the areas that we focus on a lot, uh, just in terms of either other foods or lifestyle factors, uh, what other things uh, do you consider to be important for, for brain and, and overall health? I know you've alluded to some things like mm -hmm. I didn't know blue was such a was such a bad color. As a, <laughs> growing up as a boy, I thought it was a good color. But uh, yeah, uh, I, I'm talking about things like blue drinks. Like if it's got FDC number three and FDC number five, or now Smarties actually has natural coloring on their Smarties. And I'm sure that was from people advocating that those products are to make those colors. Um, there's a chemical issue that people don't want to digest anymore. So, you know, when I, people can go to my YouTube and I have lots of brain lectures and 95% of it is stuff that doesn't cost you a dime. I mean, outside of me recommending something like EHT, but it's the amount of hours that you sleep. You know, a lot of people survive on five hours or so. Honestly, it comes down to those eight hours of sleep and then the quality of those of that sleep. So are your curtains dark? If not, you know, uh, sleep masks are, are incredible for people. Sometimes people need white noise to keep them in their REM state. Um, a lot of people will ask me about sport. The best sport for the brain is ping pong, right? It, it's, it's just the best sport. So we know swimming is the best overall for all areas of um, health. So whether it's muscle and endurance and all of those things, swimming is the best, but ping pong is the best. We know that soccer and football and hockey are challenging to the brain. This is not news. So there's been lots of news, mm -hmm. <laughs> lots of news about concussions and 
and sport and how many concussions do you consider, you know, okay for the brain? I say none, you know, like try to do your best to have none. If you have this beautiful prefrontal cortex and, you know, you're banging it off a soccer ball, just stop it. (laughs) Just stop it. Keep the ball on the ground. You know, I'm not going to tell people not to play soccer. Um, Did I let my son play soccer? No, I did not because I wanted to, you know, he was, you know, his name's Ocean. So I'm super glad he loves to surf and loves to swim and kind of that's our family. But if I had a choice to push him in one direction, I'm happy to push him in the direction that's going to be safer for his brain. But then I'm very well educated in the arena. So my girlfriend, her son's a, her son's a soccer star. And I'm like, awesome. Keep the ball to the ground as much as you can. You know, avoid concussions as much as you can. Really seriously, if you've had a concussion, don't go back to game. Don't go back to sport until you feel you're 100% recovered because of concussion on a concussion. So anyways, I can go on and on about sports. But um, you talked about obesity. Well, if you're 30 pounds overweight, that decreases the size of your brain. If you drink alcohol, it decreases the size of your brain. Like it literally will shrink the brain. So just simple things that people can do, you know, in terms of healthy eating, in terms of healthy sleeping, in terms of healthy sport. And honestly, from the whole other side of it, because I teach a lot of top performance to entrepreneurs and corporations, um, and that's really about having a better result in their business. We, the brain is a big part of that. I've been studying top performance for 30 years, as long as I've been studying the physicality of the brain. And honestly, who are you hanging out with? Like, who are you hanging out with? What is their, what is their philosophy of life? Are you listening to negative information? Is it the half cup full? Is it, is it all the stuff that was on the news today that you don't need to know? You know, is it the stuff that's bringing you down? Is it the stuff that's bringing you up? I'm not saying don't be informed. I'm just saying, who are you hanging out with? What are you reading? Those kind of things are also a big part of it. Fabulous information. And we have a limited amount of time, but before mm-hmm. I, I get further into my questions, I, I do have one that I hadn't planned to ask, but what's so good about ping pong? <laughs> well, apparently for the brain, it bring, it has the most, um, creates the most activity um, and then on to side of that, for just for the brain alone, not anything else for the brain alone, it has um, it creates the most activity, but also it's incredibly for movement and coordination, um, quick thinking, kind of like what we call projected thinking, where you're able to make a move and then foresee the next the exact next move. Um, so apparently it's not my study. But sources tell um, that ping pong is the best for the brain. You'll have to you'll have to go hit uh, you know Mr. Google now and and you know research that one. Okay, great. Um, now I know we've discussed the fact that you've done so many varied things as as an entrepreneur. How do you spend your time nowadays? What do you What do you do? What do I do? What do I do? Well, you know what? I think I do what I was always meant to do, and that's to serve. I just do it in different ways. When people hear the different things that I do, they might sound like a lot, but I tell them to remember that it's been 31 years of being, you know, being an entrepreneur. So what I do now predominantly is I work in two sectors um, with entrepreneurship kind of being the middle bridge. So I do encourage and distribute these natural products for people to take them, skin, body, brain, hair, and weight management. And I teach and inform people on on what to take and why to take. And then also there's a business opportunity for people that will also want to side distribute something like that from the side of their desk. 
On the other side, I have a media company. And the whole premise behind the media company is to create a platform for people like us, no matter what age, from Gen Z to double boomers, are really my clientele. And I do two things. One is either I work with people in mastermind groups or privately to help optimize and top perform their business so they get to where they want to go kind of with less stress and with someone kind of side by side. And I have a podcast and I have publications and I have endorsements and things that if people want to get their products or their sources or their services to market, I create these platforms for entrepreneurs to be able to come on and have international exposure. So for me, I think the the carriage of it, I always say is I'm kind of in health, wealth and wellness. Yeah. It sounds like you do all that and still get your adequate sleep. So it's... <laughs> I do. <laughs> sounds kind of overwhelming, but I'm glad you're getting the sleep in because obviously that's important. And what about on the horizon? Anything big coming down that we can expect from you? Yes, there's two. There's two things very big coming down the pipeline. And thank you for that. And also, just let you know, that's where hiring someone who's in their passion, like assistants. <laughs> so I, I don't want to take... I do have a team. I do have a team. So... There's two things that are that are coming up, and one I'm super proud of. Um, again, it was another voice in my ear, um, and people can go to theydidittour.ca. And myself, um, being an entrepreneur for 30 years, and another woman who's been in the police force for 30 years, we are actually one year from today. It's been it, are going to be walking eight marathons in eight days across the beautiful country of Ireland to raise money for the music industry. And so, anyone, we have a beautiful Facebook group called they did it tour anyone in music anyone in health and wellness can just join that group and it is an ongoing incredible platform for people of any any anything to do with music anything to do with music and wants to see the journey go across we also for people that want to sponsor or have us talk about their products or their services through this whole experience of a lot of media so I'm on I'm going to be on TV on Friday a lot of media around this event, Alicia Keys and her organization has stepped up as the recipients. We're going to be working with a charity in Ireland and in Canada and obviously globally. So it was an idea that's turned into a very, very big project. And the, the other project that I have going on is more based on the premise of what I was just talking about. And that is a book that is going to launch on International Women's Day, which is March 8th, 2023. And so um, it is a book for women, though that's not all of what I do, but there is a book for women and it is called Mission Accepted, 262 Women, Entrepreneurs, Entrepreneurs, Creatives and Media, Rock, Legacy and Tell All. And it's going to be a nine-week campaign. We have a book launch. If anyone's interested, please come, uh, just, just reach out to me. Love to have anyone in the book. Um, and then we're going to be doing summits from International Women's Day to Mother's Day. And so even though there's women in the book, it's not just an experience for women because it doesn't work that way. Like life doesn't work that way. And um, so we're still looking for authors with people that want to be involved in that project. So that's, yeah, that's gonna, th those two projects are plenty good. Yeah, that, uh, you know, I'm tired from, from hearing <laughs> all this. It just... <laughs> You know, it's amazing because you're superimposing those two things on everything else that you're already doing. So uh, my audience, uh, I, I promised them a rock star. I gave them one. Uh, and I'm sure a lot of people will want to follow you, see what uh, what you've got to offer, be in touch. So 
maybe you can tell us where you are, how we can find you, what things uh, you have to offer and so on that, uh, and we'll have all this in the show notes too, but uh, yeah, let's let us know. Okay. Well, I've made it really easy. And um, so, yes. And, and again, those, those, I have teams behind that are helping those happen because that's what it takes. Right. So if anyone's interested in anything that I shared about, if they want to know more about the brain, if they want to know more about the supplement, they can reach me personally very easily. It's my name is Deb Drummond. And so they can literally go to debdrummond.com. They can contact me at deb at debdrummond.com and they can find me on the site. They can find me there. My phone number's there. I'm very accessible and they can just book a time with me. And I do complimentary health chats. I do complimentary, you know, Hey, let's meet and see if there's something that I have that can help you. No problem. Jeez. And I thought I was so special that I got responses from you right away. <laughs> Did you do this for everybody? Well, you know what? I think the universe puts the people together that need to be put together. So I say, if someone's got a little, burning desire they're like i think i should call her then just call me great well yeah you've been so dynamic and so open and so knowledgeable about so many areas that it's really brought a, a new perspective to the podcast never had somebody quite like you before probably won't but uh we really appreciate all the information that you gave us want to wish you the best of success moving forward. I can't imagine anything but success for you. And, uh, you know, the fact that you were in Success Magazine like 40 times uh, is not at all surprising. So I, I really appreciate you sharing your wisdom with the, the audience at Rejuvenating with Dr. Ron Kaiser. I will look forward to all the stuff you're doing and Hopefully we can have an encore when you can tell us how some of this stuff turned out, but, but we'll be, be alert to all the, to following you on all the other things that you're doing. And uh, just want to wish you the very best of success. And, and I wanted to personally express my appreciation for all you've done for the health of people, whether we knew about it or not, but, but certainly uh, been a major contributor to, getting things going the right way from a health standpoint. And uh, on that note, this brings to the close another episode of uh, Rejuvenating with Dr. Ron Kaiser. Our special guest, Deb Drummond, has really, you know, given us everything today. And, uh, you know, we obviously going to gain from it. Please, I can assure you, if, if you have a desire, reason to reach out to, to Deb. She does respond and she's got lots of information. And uh, hopefully all of us will incorporate this into our own lives. And certainly if you enjoyed the podcast, and I can't imagine you didn't, then I hope you'll tell your friends about it, download it, rate, review it, and be back next week when we have another really interesting guest. I mean, Deb has set a high bar for us, but we'll try and exceed it or, or at least come close to it. In the meantime, you know, everybody stay well, everybody take care of yourself, love your neighbor, stay safe, and be back next week. And between now and then, again, visit the Mental Health Gym website or our 
social media pages. Let's all think positively and move forward and make this world a better place. Take care and we'll see you next week.